Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. Tonight, we're actually going to do a fair amount of ministry. And so as I'm sharing, I want you to take inventory, not notes. Okay? We're going to go after a few things today. And look, it's going to be fun. Truthfully, like when you see deliverance happen, you're like, as long as it's not me getting it, you know, on the ground. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Even then, even then, I'm kidding. Deliverance is actually really cool because when someone is done being delivered, you feel like a new person, like completely like a new person. So when we talk about this, there's some obvious things that we know we need freedom from. Freedom from addiction, freedom from fear, freedom from trauma, freedom from infirmity and sickness. There's things that we know that grip us and we need help. That's deliverance. But I also want to talk about other things that we don't always know. See, see, the reality is our ability to get the devil off of our life is pretty easy in Jesus. Jesus didn't preach 15-point sermons and go around and give you the seven steps of deliverance. And he would walk around and he'd say, demon, get out. Because it's a function of authority and identity. So if we know who we are, Demons must flee. The challenge is this, and that's what I'm going to call my message. It's resensitized. The issue is that we've been desensitized, and we no longer recognize the devil that's on our life. That's the biggest issue. Even when we're dealing with something that we know is demonically influenced, I'm stuck in addiction, I'm stuck in porn, I'm stuck in these things. Something underneath it is hidden and is fueling it. When you're coming up against the wall and you know the devil has something to do with it, something underneath it is fueling that fire. And it's something we become desensitized to. And so today we want to get resensitized. So I had this thought. Let's start in the beginning. The book of Genesis, the Garden of Eden. I've studied the first three chapters of Genesis so many times because that's how we all start our Bible plan. Uh, (laughs) It's amazing, though, how much is packed into three chapters. In fact, if you want to know how you were designed, you need, a, you need a revelation of how Adam and Eve were designed and what they were given and what they were placed in. You have to realize Adam was formed from the earth. Then God formed a garden. So the garden was a piece of heaven that existed in a barren earth. And God placed Adam in the garden and said, be fruitful, multiply. Basically, he said, Here's a little circle garden. I want you to take the herbs that yield seed and the fruits that have seeds and extend the garden. Basically, every season, I want you to plant one degree further outside of the garden. And the goal was to take the entire earth and turn it into the garden. That is what it means to say your kingdom come. Literally, Adam was given the original commission to say, take this chunk of heaven and spread it over the earth. It says that Adam and Eve walked with God in the cool of the day. And they were naked. And it was glorious. (laughs) You you have to realize it wasn't until after 
the, they ate the fruit that they realized they were naked and they had shame. So there was no shame in your original state. You were, it says that Eve was cursed with labor pains, that she would actually go and, like the whole idea of labor and birth would actually be painful. That process of delivery would be pained. It was cursed. Adam, his work was cursed. When he tilled the ground, God said, now you will sweat as you till the ground. And then one day you'll return to it. Which means it used to be when we worked, things flowed and there wasn't resistance against our work. It also means there wasn't death because before that, Adam was not meant to return to the ground. It was not until they were kicked out of Eden that God said, and to the ground you shall return. So you're written for eternity to walk without shame with God in the cool of the day. Your work, your labors were meant to be blessed and fruitful. It was still work. There's no pain to it. And it's interesting, the deal that the devil made when the serpent came up to Eve, he said, can you eat of everything? She said, well, you can't eat of this one tree, right? Lest you might die. And the serpent said, no, 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 no. If you eat of this tree, your eyes will be opened and you won't die. And Eve said, eyes open. He's like, yeah, you'll be like God. It's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. She didn't know evil. Adam and Eve, we were not meant to know evil. Darkness was not meant to occupy our lives. And when she ate of it, she didn't die. But yet at the same time, when they ate of the apple, death entered the world. Because it used to be that before they had knowledge of good and evil, they had God. God was their source of everything. When they took, it wasn't really an apple, I believe it was a fig, but there's a whole different <laughs> thing for that. When they took the fruit, <laughs> um, <laughs> when they ate of the fruit, what they did is they said, I want to take on the wisdom of God outside of God. Yeah. See, originally, their connection to God was their wisdom. Wisdom is how to live life. It's, it's what is the richness of life. When they ate of the tree, they said, I would rather have the wisdom of God without God. Wow. And in that moment, they started to separate from God. They no longer needed him for the wisdom of life. And in that separation, decay entered the earth. You realize that the curse of creation is itself time. Time is our curse. I don't know if you know that. Before, there was God, and he was and is and will always be. We enter into an eternal life when the heavens and earth melt away. What is time? Time is actually measured as the decay of atoms. Did you know that? That time itself is measured as a function of decay. When you look at your watch and you see it click, that means atoms are decaying. The world is constantly going into a greater state of what they call entropy, which is chaos. So what happened was when the fall happened, decay began because they separated themselves from God. They took what God was offering without taking him. And because they lost access to that, they lost access to the tree of life. And decay entered the world. And a single generation later, their sons are killing each other. They become so desensitized outside of God. Our separation of God from God so desensitizes us so quickly 
because we enter, we leave the garden, we enter into the, the dust, into the wilderness. Decay is so prevalent that what happens is, is we experience decay, as we experience brokenness, and we don't know how to reconnect to God. We don't know how to get back into the garden. We start to protect, and then we start to numb, and then we become desensitized. And then when the devil speaks, it's, we're too far gone. We're desensitized to what brings us life. So that happens to us in our world. We all experience pain, trauma, something happens to us. And because we don't have the full revelation of walking with God in the cool of the day, we, we, we protect, we numb, and we allow the wisdom of the world to treat us rather than the God of wisdom. So when we take inventory of the things in our life that cause us to be in bondage, something in us has become desensitized to what God really wants to do. Without a doubt, any deliverance I do, it could be something obvious like, hey, I'm going I'm to break something super obvious off of you. Without a doubt, the, there's layers underneath where something in you became desensitized and you no longer knew how to seek God in that area. I see it all the time. And in, in fact, I see it, especially with those who fancy themselves good Christians. The spirit of religion is very dirty. It, nothing desensitizes you more to the working, to the deep work of God than religion. Because it tells you, just do. Or you're shameful, you're just not good enough. And why even try? And so you start to do these things rather than you do, so, instead of taking care of the pain, you do something else to cover it. Religion is no more of a mask than drugs. It's no, it's no more of a cover for us feeling that something is broken. And if we want to go somewhere in 2023 and beyond, we have to get resensitized. We absolutely have to get resensitized. We have to understand what is the thing inside of me? That's numb. That's a hard question to ask. Hey, what's the thing in me that I don't know is there? Well, first and foremost, we could always return to the God of wisdom and ask him. The Holy Spirit reveals all things. There is no bondage outside of Christ for two reasons. One, your authority doesn't kick out demons. Right? Demons attach themselves to the numb areas of our life. How is it that Adam and Eve ruled the earth and then a generation later, Satan is claiming that it's his earth. It's a function of authority that only comes because of the one who defeated the enemy. You can't beat the devil in your own strength. That's why religion doesn't work. That's why, that's why you know, certain rehabilitations don't work. That's why certain therapies don't work. That's why certain addictions don't work. You can't beat the devil on, on your strength. You're a sinner. You have brokenness. He has legal right, just like Adam and Eve disobeyed God and ate of the fruit. In our lives, we've eaten of the fruit. 
And we have given the devil legal authority to occupy areas of our life. And he doesn't just come on top of us. He can't just spring on you and wrestle you to the ground and say, neener, neener, I've got a demon on you now. <laughs> it's only through our abdication. Sometimes unwillingly. Sometimes it's passed down from our parents. Things can be passed down to the third and fourth generation. But the reason the devil maintains occupied in us is because we don't know he's there and we don't know how to get rid of him. Holy Spirit shows us he's there and gives us the authority to kick him out. It is only by your reconnection. And remember, religion isn't a bad word. It's just how it's been explained. Religion actually means the reconnection of tendons, like re-ligament. Think about that. It's the reconnection. Real religion is us reconnecting to a God who beat the devil, shows us where he still has access over our life, and sets us free. Why? Because what do you think God wants more than anything else in the world? For us to walk in the garden with him again. You have to realize... Nothing pains God more than kicking us out of the garden, than having us away from him, than not, not being a part of heaven. That the, the, the place you have in life is walking in the cool of the garden with God. You belong in eternity. You belong placed in heaven. And you receive the original commission. Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Take dominion. The season is over for saying, I have a good enough life. One of the biggest temptations of religion is to say, I live a good life. It is what it is. If you ever say to me, it is what it is, you might get a backhand. <laughs> there, there is nothing more victim and apathetic than it is what it is. You were not called to just a good enough life. You will not have freedom if you just want to live a good enough life. Would you dare to believe that God wants you back in the garden and tending it and extending heaven? Pray like this. Our Father who is in heaven, how holy is your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. That means through me. So if you want to be free, you have to ask, what for? Sometimes we just want to be free so I can, I can just rest. And look, there's, you got to rest after being set free, of course. But you weren't designed to live a comfortable life. Adam and Eve chose the comfort of just, if I have the wisdom, I don't need the direction. I don't need the... They chose to live comfortably. They, they, for, they even tried to take a shortcut to fulfill their assignment. Ooh, maybe if I have the wisdom, I can do the job of God better. No. There is no more just good enough living. And if you believe that, it's because something in you is desensitized. Somewhere in you, dreams died. Somewhere in you, hope died. In fact, do you want to know how to tell if you're fully free? When something happens to you, Ask yourself, how quickly do I return to faith, hope, and love? Remember, Paul says that, look, there are three things, faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. 
in any instance of attack, how quickly can you resort to faith? How quickly can you resort to hope? How quickly can you resort to love? The longer it takes, the more in bondage you are. So when I was processing these past six weeks where all this stuff was coming against me, it's probably harder on my wife than it was on me. Like, I was in some pretty physical pain, but for the most part, I knew the devil could only do so much. I remained in faith. I remained in hope. For the most part, I remained in love. <laughs> there's, a, there's a couple testy moments where you're like, I'm in too much pain right now. Don't, don't expect more out of me, so I'm sorry, babe. Um, but I believe I've experienced a large degree of freedom because in any moment I've asked myself, what is keeping me from faith, hope, or love in any trial? And then you go on this journey of saying, all right, God, show me. What have I become desensitized? What gave a foothold for the enemy to come cover an area? And then let's get it out. I have, I have been obsessed with freedom for myself and, and now for others. And I think you should be too. Don't settle for less. Does that make sense? And so when we talk about the, 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 um, the event of freedom, look, life's going to stab you, okay? When that knife comes out, the infection can set in. Infection is like the demon that attaches to that thing. You can't heal the wound until the infection is removed. So why, why we need deliverance is we have to kick out the infection so the healing process can begin. So you can't heal through something when infection is still in the wound. So that's why we have to do this. So what is this? So, so how, do we, how do we do it? I mean, it's, it's pretty straightforward. Look to Jesus. He's the one who paid for your freedom. Say, what in me needs to go? And then call it out. There's more steps we like to do. Like, it's, it's really good to forgive others. Uh, forgi in fact, I've seen more deliverance through people forgiving than from actual deliverance. And then repenting. So if you're, like, actively addicted to something and you want freedom from it, but you're not willing to stop doing the thing, nah, you should probably repent. Repent means changing your mindset, changing your behavior. So we got to stop doing the thing. We have to change our mindset about it. We got to make sure we're not harboring any injustice because that can be a roadblock. But otherwise, it's what is it? In Jesus' name, Jesus' name and his authority, we call it out. Does that make sense? So here's what we're going to do. We're going to break some things off. Do not feel ready for that? All right. Let, let, let's just do a heart check real fast. I want everyone just close your eyes. And just silently, in your head or under your breath, I just want you to say, Holy Spirit, I welcome you. Bring your presence right now. And yeah, just build your awareness of him. Because I, I, can't, I can't do deliverance. You can't do deliverance but Holy Spirit can. So we just, we, we recognize his presence. 
And then, and then ask, hey, Holy Spirit, what in me has become desensitized? What in me needs to go? Just ask him. Just listen. I'm just going to give that a minute. And now I want you to ask the Holy Spirit and ask yourself, who hurt me? Who, who just mm, occupies just a little too much space in my heart? Here's the reality. It can be yourself. Sometimes the person you, you hate the most is yourself. Sometimes the person that you blame the most that you just can't forgive is yourself. Sometimes it's someone else who hurt you, who let you down. Sometimes it's God. God, why didn't you come through for me? Take an inventory. Who, who is your heart still holding on to? Some of your best freedom comes when you release what you were never meant to carry. Justice is the Lord's. And if you can think of it, I just want you to say, Jesus, I forgive. And then I want you to just breathe out and say that person's name. If it's you, if it's God, if it's someone, just say, Jesus, I'm done carrying this person in my heart. I'm done carrying the burden. I've kept myself in bondage. I release. I just want you just to take a minute. Just release, release anyone who occupies way too much space in your heart that thinking of them brings a burden to you. Some people have long lists. It's okay. I've seen so much freedom from the willingness to release the burden. Because remember, deliverance is not a demon releasing you. It's you releasing it. Come on. With a couple minutes we have left, I want to pray over a couple specific things. And then we're going to open up the altar and come get prayer, a deliverance prayer. If, if you know what it is that needs to be brought off of you, I want you to say it in one sentence or less. If you're not quite sure, come up anyways. But first, I'm going to pray over a couple specific things. The first thing I felt was if you've endured severe trauma in any form in your life, if there's been severe trauma, it could be physical, it could be abuse, it could be sexual if you've experienced trauma and your body has never been the same since then, I want you to come forward and stand on the ground here. If you've experienced trauma and since that moment of trauma, a car accident, an abuse, whatever it is, if there was a trauma and your body has never been the same since, I want you just to come line up here in front of the stage. Um, ushers, please, please come as well. Be ready for anything. And just guys, just make a line. Yeah, come on, spread out, spread out. 
Okay, watch this, watch this. Just, you don't have to do anything other than be willing to resensitize. Resensitization is a weird feeling because when, when, you're, when, something, when a nerve goes numb and it activates again, it is a rush of feeling. Do not be afraid of the resensitization of whatever comes. When you experience freedom, there will be a rush of emotion. There will be a rush of feeling into an area of your life that you thought was closed. Do not be afraid. It is normal. All right, close your eyes. Remember to take a deep breath. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence. Come on. In the name of Jesus, I break the spirit of trauma. each and every one of these people. I break it. I command the spirit of trauma to get off of their lives. And I want you guys, your job is to see yourself release it. Release it. Release it. Release it. Spirit of trauma. Break. Break. Come off. Come off. Come off. Release. Release. There you go. There you go. Break. Holy Spirit, break it, break trauma, break its hold over you, break it. Come on, come on, close your eyes. Yeah, thank you, God, thank you, God, right now. I break it. It's been generational over you. There's been generational trauma of abuse from abuse to abuse. And you were told that you deserved the abuse. And I break that lie. Break it. Command right now. That the enemy's stronghold over this area of your life. That the physical implications that it's had. I see strength coming into your knees, into your legs. And I just clear, break. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for breaking trauma. For breaking generations of trauma. Thank you, God, for breaking the lie that you deserved it. Thank you, God. Release, release, release. Break. Break it off of you. Break it off of you. Thank you, God. Come on, it's coming in. You're feeling it. You're feeling something that you haven't felt in a while. You're not sure if you want to feel it. This is just the resensitization. If you'll be willing to feel it, God is willing to take it. Ready? Just break off of her. Thank you, God. Full healing, full healing, full healing. Just break. I break it. I break its stronghold over you. Thank you, God. Healing. Flow through. Flow through. Flow through. Thank you, God, for freedom. In Jesus' name, break, 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 come off, come off, come off, come off, come off, freedom, 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 just feel it, even if you're not getting prayer by me, just feel the burden, Coming off. Break it. 
break the stronghold of abuse off of you. I see you when you were cuddled in the corner, wondering what would happen. I break fear off of your life. I break fear off of your life. Break it. Break. Break, break, break. Come on. I break rage off of your life in the name of Jesus. You are free. Holy Spirit, freedom. I break the spirit of death off of you. Break death. The stronghold of death, the self-hate that's come from it. I break it. Just take a big breath. And just, just blow it out. Just blow it out. It's heavy. I know. God can take it. He can take it. You can trust him. You can trust him. Forgive God. Forgive him. He's here now. He's here now. He was there then. Just let it in. Let it in. Let it in. Let it in. Come on. I know I didn't get to everyone, but don't worry. It's still happening. One more time. In the name of Jesus, I release the burden of trauma off of my life. Don't worry. There's much more prayer coming. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I just want you guys just to go sit in that. Take a minute. Get back to your chair and just go sit in that and just let God, now that, now that it's been broken, let God speak into it. Let God say, hey, I want you to know where I was that whole time. Okay. Okay. Oh man, there's just so many, so many things we could go after. If, we'll, we'll do this one and then we'll open up the altar. If you've come out of oppression in any way, religious oppression, misogynistic oppression, if you've come out of oppression where someone or something has had its thumb on your life and you have felt your life shrink, I want you to come up to the front. It could be a person, it could be a spouse, it could be an organization. If you felt like you've been living under the thumb of someone or something else, I want you to come up. all my other pastors to help me with this. Okay, if you're a pastor, please, I'm going to have you guys go throughout the audience too once I release it. Those of you, you have encountered literal bondage over your life that has caused you to become desensitized to the goodness of who you are. I know for many of you, the devil has taken this opportunity, this desensitization to lie to you and say, you are not good enough for what I have for you. You have found yourself disqualified. No more. Even if the physical bondage has lifted, somehow your heart just feels like it can't break out. Like it can't break out. Here's what I want you to do. 
I want, to, I want you to see yourself literally punching through the glass casing. I want you to see the bondage that's been over you, and I want you to see strength rising up in you. I want you to say, Jesus, give me strength. And then I want you to punch through the walls and what have afflicted you. And then I just want you to breathe fresh air. And I want you literally just to breathe. And I want you to feel fresh air coming in and all the insecurity, all the smallness coming out. I want you to breathe in fresh air. I just want you to breathe out like the dust that's been in your lungs. And so pastors, I want you to go through and just touch, just touch, just lay a hand on people. And then are there any ushers around? freedom right now, right now. Just let her loose, loose off of her, loose off of her. Thank you, God. Yes, you can do it. You can do it. You are his favorite. You are his beloved. You are beautiful and worthy. Thank you, God, in this season. Freedom. Holy Spirit, flow. I break the spirit of oppression off of you. Break the spirit of bondage. I break hate off of you. Release the hate. Just release. Just give up the hate that you have. And God says, I will set you free. I will set you free. I will set you free. Just break it. Break it. Thank you, God, for breaking all trauma, all insecurity. I break hopelessness. Hopelessness has occupied you for too long because you were, you were batting up against the box and you couldn't get out. And... Hope died in you. I break it. I break hopelessness off of you. Break it. Break it. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I break the, the yoke of oppression off of you. I break it. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Thank you, God. In the name of Jesus, I break the yoke of oppression. I break the tormenting spirits that have caught you at night. That the, the enemy has come even into your dreams, into your bedroom. And I break it. I break torment. I break torment off of you in the name of Jesus. I break oppression off of you. Forgive yourself. Let yourself go. Just release yourself for not being strong enough. Just release it, release it. I break self-hate off of you. I break spirit of death and suicide off of you. I break it, break it, break it, break it, break it. Thank you, God. I break the yoke of oppression right now. Come out, come out. You felt it in multiple ways. It's followed you through through school age. There were kids at school that you felt like you had to, to follow around and, and work with, and it happened at home, and it happened so many different times in your life. You found yourself just feeling unworthy of people's approval. I break that. I break that insecurity. I break that reliance, that attachment of the devil to say, only by the, the approval of others. Renewed thoughts, renewed thoughts, renewed thoughts. Command healing over your mind right now. And I break the yoke of oppression. That it's over, it's over. You don't have to hold yourself in bondage anymore. 
it says, I cancel infirmity in the gut. I break it. I break it, break it, break, break, break. Just release that self hate. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Let yourself go. Let yourself go. Forgive yourself. I break insecurity. Break, come on. Every generational, I break every generational curse off of you. Everything that you've inherited from your parents that you said, this is simply my lot in life. I break hopelessness. I break doubt. I break anger. Nice to clear right now. Just muster it up. Be willing to feel it and just force it out. Force it out of your lungs right now. Right now. And finally, God, I break. I break, break, break. I break the yoke of oppression. Self-oppression. And even the things you've been under. It was unfair what happened. But you don't have to be in bondage to it anymore. I break shame. I break the spirit of shame off of you. I break shame. I break disqualification. I break the spirit of death. Come out. Come out. Come out. I feel like told that you're too emotional and so you swung the other way and you closed the valve of feeling properly I break apathy off of your life in the name of Jesus I break apathy, I break it I command the spirit of bondage to come off of you, to come off of you come off, come off let her go, loose her it's almost like a mute spirit. I see the spirit, the spirit of mute. Something has stolen your voice. Past, past bondage has stolen your voice. And I break the mute spirit off of you. Command it to come off. Command it to come off right now. Right now, right now. Come on, I know many more of you are getting prayer. I'll give another couple seconds before we'll do a proper opening of the altar. Wow. What an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.